Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Modern Aged Middle Life, a podcast brought to you by Emily Baum and Graham Jarvis, comedy writers addressing modern day confusions for the middle aged. Good. I'll just put this near... Um... Yeah, you sort yourself out, get a cup of tea, some sort of herbal tea, maybe a dream catcher, get you in the mood. <laughs> Did you want some Joss sticks? One of the upsetting things for me about Joss Stone was that it was like Joss sticks. Yeah. You're thinking, why would anybody call your daughter if you're called Stone Joss? And she wasn't fat, so she looked more stick than stone. <laughs> and then she was the masked singer and she was just a sausage. You're not going to live that down, are you? That's not a career high. No. You know, I got paid 25 quid to be a sausage on TV. Yeah, you and I would jump at the chance, but Joss Stone. Anything to get an equity card these days. I tell you, I'll do £25 sausage. <laughs> I'm not proud. When you're a girl, do people come up? They do to boys, don't they? You're right, my little sausage. What do they say to little girls? It's usually princess. Princess. Hello, princess. And you're like, Ugh, yeah. Really? You've just broken a memory, actually. Now I'm thinking about it. Oh no, here we are. Therapy. Yeah, I knew my mother shouldn't dress me in pink. <laughs> Trouble is, whenever they say hello, princess, the kids usually got their finger halfway wedged up their nose, so they couldn't be less princess-like if they tried. Oh. And that's in keeping with princesses. Yeah. I was looking out my window earlier, and there was a Tinkerbell walking past. What's that? I don't know why my next-door neighbour's wearing a fairy outfit. 45-year-old man with a blonde wig and a green dress and aspirations of being able to fly. But, you know, lockdown will do that to people. He came round ours earlier on, actually, this morning, <laughs> offering to fix our drive. <laughs> <laughs> Did you give him some work? Yeah, anything for an equity card, he said. <laughs> so, I wanted to talk to you about something that's been bothering me. Don't we normally say good evening or good morning? No, I'm going in now, I'm going in, because it's... Going straight yeah, in. Yeah, it's been bothering me. Go on then. What's been bothering me is all the fiction that's been circulating around COVID or COVID. It's like pizza and pizza. My aunt used to call pizza... Pizza. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, some people call scone, scone, COVID or COVID. No, it's COVID because everyone on the news call it COVID, but yet some people still call it COVID. Mind you, if it was a dog, you'd probably call it COVID. Come back, COVID. Come here, COVID. You're going, put down that deer, COVID. For God's sakes, I've told you before. Stop picking stuff up. Yeah, if it was a dog, you wouldn't call it COVID. COVID, come here. COVID's a cockapoo. COVID is some sort of a deer hound yeah. that's going to take out toddlers in a park. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much misinformation on social media about COVID. How do you know? Well, because I've been reading it. Because actually, do you know what it is? No. The other half in the Baum household. She told me once after reading Facebook that if a hair falls from your head and finds its way to another follicle that happens to be free... It will replant itself. Yeah. Yeah, this is the scary thing. People believe what they read on the internet. I think your COVID, COVID is very true because you just said in the Baum household, and I think a lot of listeners are thinking, just what is she called? Is it Baum, Baum? Yeah. Or what, Boom? It's Baum. Princess of the free world. But I don't tend to use the other bit because it's too hyphenated and people get bored. <laughs> yeah. And also, P-O-T-W sounds like you might have been in a war camp. It's got yeah, that no, P-O-T-W. Oh, yeah. I do have a couple of jumpers with that on, I will say that. <laughs> are they stripy? No, those are my pyjamas. What are you trying to say? <laughs> if you're a prisoner of the free world, you could perhaps have a stripy jumper. No. Anything for an equity card? Your words. Anything for an equity card. <laughs> So there's been a lot of fake news yeah, and a lot of falsities on the internet and I've read some corkers over the years. My favourite 
May 2016. Do you remember when you were? May 2016. Yeah. I think I was probably in a pub. No, doubtful that you left the house because it's you. I'm imagining you were probably sat there in some sensible slacks, a pair of slingback sandals <laughs> and an anorak. <laughs> what? Yeah, OK, you've been looking at my alternative wardrobe. I've been looking at your social media account. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, May 2016, that night you were in the anorak. The day that Maggie Thatcher died, oh. there was a hashtag on Twitter called Now Thatcher's Dead. Okay. That was trending on Twitter. The sad thing is that a lot of people can't read. So they read that as Now That Cher's Dead. <laughs> because Thatcher. Yeah, because they didn't read Thatcher. They didn't know who Thatcher was. So they read that as Now That Cher is Dead. So then they took to Twitter to mourn the death of Cher. And then all of a sudden, Twitter was bombarded with all of these eulogies to the wonderful career of Cher, which only resulted in Cher going, who's dead? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just a simple misreading of something. I mean, how many actors have you read that have died that haven't? I can't think of any. I'm not convinced about poor Daniels. I mean, no magician dies. They just surely reappear. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, simple things like that where people can get the wrong end of the stick. It's just nonsense. It's frustrating, but it just shows the wide range of humans. I was doing some research and fake news or fraudulent news goes back to the 1800s. I knew it went back at least to my mum and auntie's time when one of them would say, oh, look at her, she's got a beautiful figure. And the other one would say, nah, she wears a corset. Uh... Fake news. They'd say, and look at her bust. And my auntie and my mother, who did their best to put a vest on under their blouse, they were not figure aware or cared. <laughs> Great. I learned that apparently some ladies really wanted to look their best and they would do whatever it took to squeeze themselves into a tiny little corset and get their figure, even though it was fake. I've got visions of your mum and your auntie, so they're going, oh, look at my bust. Yes, it's just new. I've had it delivered from the sculptor. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to get people to talk about my bust. No, 1917. What were you wearing on that day? 1917. I think, uh, what day of the week was it? Any idea? I think it was a Thursday. Well, in that case, I know exactly what I'd be wearing. I'd be wearing my Thursday get-up check shirt, very well-pressed trousers, sharp crease down the front. Fantastic. You'd be perfectly dressed to go to the cadaver factory that apparently the Germans had set up in 1917. What they did was with the leftover bodies, Ugh. yeah, and this was reported in the Times and, of course, the newspaper of all truth, the Daily Mail, that the Germans had started creating cadaver factories where they would use the dead bodies of the fallen to make glycerin and margarine. Yeah. It was fake news. It wasn't true. It was ah. ah. I could have a go at believing that. You could have a go, yeah. Why did they spread this falsity? I think it was a slow news day, if I'm perfectly honest. Yeah. But this has been something that's been going on for decades. We all think it's something that Donald Trump invented. It's not true. No. That's fake news in itself. It's been going on for a long time. Yeah. What about these videos? I'm assuming you are, Emily. Emily and I do this over a video call. I dial in from the Star Trek Enterprise Fleet Corps head landing ship, as you can see from my background. Yeah. And Graham dials in from yeah. his uncle's bedroom in the back <laughs> with a cat. Because <laughs> yeah. you can change your backgrounds. So I could be anywhere, couldn't I? Yeah. That's all fake. What about this deep fake technology where they put a different head on? Hang on, hang on. Deep 
fake? Yeah. What's deep fake? Surely there's fake and there's fake. What's deep fake? Well, it's where they get, say, a ballet dancer that's fantastic leaps, and you put something on, say, like Boris Johnson's head doing a ballet dance. It's clearly he wouldn't be able to do it, but the deep fake, they've got it so that the head looks like him as it turns. They take thousands of photos of a person and they can then train artificial intelligence to put the appropriate angle of the head on the other body. At the moment, well-known celebrities are very worried because they've been shown to be doing something and it's not them, it's a deep fake video. And when somebody's caught in the act of doing something on film and it really is them, they say, no, it wasn't me, it was a deep fake one. Really difficult. Is this like when people put your heads on those dancing elves at Christmas and they send you the video and it's you, you your auntie Karen and your cousin Val and you're all dancing around on elf bodies? Well, I think... Because I would never do that in real life, Graham. <laughs> I would never, never put stripy tights on no. and pretend to be in the North Pole. <laughs> Good. Now, I think that's more known as shallow fake. <laughs> shallow? You're just making this up now. Or puddle fake or slightly damp floor fake. That is not deep fake. That's hardly fake at all. It's pretty obvious. Soggy fake. Yeah. Did you, when you were growing up? Oh, gosh. When you were getting past the cavemen and the dinosaurs, did you ever tell a proper porky pie and people believed it? Do you know what I mean? When you tell something to someone at school or someone you're at college and you just think, stuff, I'm going to go for broke here, and people actually believe you? No. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, another hit at dinner parties. It's Graham Jarvis. <laughs> I can't bear it. When I stole those three blackjacks and perhaps a fruit salad, those tiny little sweets from Ray Eddowes on the corner shop when I was about four, it ate me up. And when I was about 12 or 13, I went in there and I said, I've got to tell you, I stole three blackjacks and perhaps a fruit salad from you when you were out in the back room. And he said, I know. He said, I saw you said all the kids did in those days and I didn't mind. I said, well, it's been eating me up all these years. Did you give him some money or did you just fess up? I was going to offer, but when he started mentioning 25 quid and there'd only been like a penny, <laughs> I thought, oh, you're having a laugh, aren't you? So, well, with the rate of inflation yeah. and then the credit on the blackjack, right. yeah, you are probably looking at 24.98. <laughs> Ray was a businessman for sure. I had a jacket that was memorabilia from the film Speed with Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. Big action movie. Oh, yeah, I remember it. I looked terrible in it, by the way. I looked like a bouncer at a very poor nightclub somewhere. And people would say to me, oh, that's a cool jacket. Where'd you get that from? They would then say, are you a bouncer in a poor nightclub somewhere? I told somebody once that Keanu Reeves gave it to me, that I went to Los Angeles and I was hovering around the streets, as you do in Los Angeles, which usually means that you're trying to make money <laughs> illegally. And he gave me the jacket. Is that hovering or hoovering? Because we've been throughout well, this episode worrying about vowels. And these people believed me. Did they? They absolutely believed me. That's sad. And then I just thought, do you know what? They're so stupid. There's no point in putting them right. Should we say, because we're on action movies, there are other hoovers on the market. There are, yes. Yeah, there's like Dyson, which is what they often say in these action movies, isn't it? Dyson. <laughs> Let's just put it out there. And there's probably one called Jacket or Hire, because a lot of them seem to have Japanese-sounding names nowadays. What on earth was Jakutaha? What was, what was that? Have you got a furball? What was that? Is he having a stroke? What's going on? I think it's the make of the vacuum cleaner we recently bought. To all our Japanese listeners, he's probably just said, could you shut the front door? 
in Japanese. Nobody knows. We'll get emails telling us it probably is Japanese for cleans your floors beautifully. Yeah, we will. We will get letters now that say, how dare you speak about my mother in that way? Letters. <laughs> get letters. That was the day. Yes, in beautiful origami. That'll teach you. Yeah. You'll get paper cuts that will make you die slowly for being so rude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being attacked by a flapping bird and a leaping frog. Help. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you a difficult question. Okay. Did you like Donald Trump? No. Did you believe a word he said? The words I generally heard him say just seem to be complete nonsense. But he is famous for his fake news and manipulating how people see. And it's amazing, isn't it, that if someone can have that ability, it's really quite powerful. Very powerful. Yeah. I had a friend who was quite a liar. Quite a liar. We didn't like him to get a whole hog. But <laughs> and I'm generally truthful mm. to the point of stupidity. But if we were both going into a place... He would tell his lies and get free things. He'd do it. And people would just look at me and like, nah, and turn around. I'd say to my friends, don't ever lend him money. Treat him like a vampire. Mm. Do not let him over the threshold. So I think there is something about excessive liars mm. that somehow appeal to people. They love it. So another important question for you. Do you think we can get Donald Trump to promote this podcast? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he might. He's out of a job now, isn't he? He's got time. Yeah. I'm thinking if we can put our podcast out there in line with his tango tan for men, then we might get a couple of extra listeners. And there's all this publicity about the NASA Mars lander and the Chinese doing their full circuit of Mars, aren't they? Mapping the whole of Mars. Do you believe that? Because I don't think chocolate travels well, so I don't believe it. <laughs> well, isn't Trump's place in Florida called Mars Largo or something? <laughs> it's all called Gold Taps and Splendor. That's what it's called. Mars Largo. So he's probably fed up with all the Mars publicity mm. and his tan, which is to do with the red planet. That is a Mars tan now, I think about it. Do we think he's an alien? Should we start that rumour? Well, I doubt it, because when he was in office, he was trying to ban aliens from coming into the country. Because he didn't want the competition. He didn't want more orange ah. tans coming. I mean, that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I can't bear it. I want people to think I am the one and only, like Chesney Hawks. He's in that Speed movie, was he? No. <laughs> Good Lord. So presumably you've told some big porky pies and fake things in your time, have you? I might have exaggerated the odd story. Yeah. I might have embellished a little bit of the truth. I might have accidentally drunk myself stupid so that when I do tell a story nowadays, I think it is genuine the truth, but it never actually happened. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> when I met the Queen, Graham, I said to her, I said, Liz, Liz, put that sandwich down, love. We're having a proper chat. Come on, concentrate. I said, you know, you've got to get this family in order. <laughs> we really <Yes>. have. <laughs> I think we've all got certain things that we remember like everyone tells a story in the pub and they go, oh, do you remember that time when we did this, this, da, 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 da. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then somebody's version is always slightly different from yours. I spend my entire life with people going, oh, do you remember that time you flashed your boobs at a policeman? Or do you remember that time you fell in a ditch and were sick on yourself? Or do you remember that time you 
proclaimed to be related to Bette Midler. Yeah. You know, all these things and all that. So every day for me is like a brand new day. And then I have to sift through the stories to work out what is true and what is not. Occasionally I've been almost branded as a liar when I'm telling the truth. So a mate of mine would say, oh, remember that great night we had when we went round to Chris's? And I'll say, no, uh, no. Chris, who? <laughs> say, Chris, do you remember? I'll say, uh, no, I don't think I've ever been to his house. You do remember. He wore a wig and he took it off. And we were all, tr no, I, I wasn't there. You were. I saw you there. You tried on his wig. And you're like, I was never there. But everybody's looking and say, come on, Graham. There's no shame. Own up to it. You just tried on Chrissy's wig. You're like, but well, I was never there. But they all think, because your mate is so positive you were there, that you were the lying one. But I've never worn another man's wig. Well, I'm glad we cleared that one up. A woman's wig, obviously, <laughs> Dolly Parton type <laughs> things. I've worn loads of those type of wigs. OK. There's usually a line there in that story, something I would have done. And I'm not saying I've always had the best life choices, Graham. It's one of those sorts of stories where people go, oh, well, you remember we were in Australia, OK? Yeah, we were in Australia with two other girls that we picked up while we were backpacking. Okay, yeah, whoever. Oh, you remember, they were called Angela and Tiffany. No idea. And then you went to a tattoo parlour with them. Did I? Yeah, you did. And then you had a tattoo on your back of a dolphin. Oh, yes, I remember that night. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> I think fake news nowadays is purposefully fake, isn't it? Whereas once upon a time, for example, one of the teachers was doing history saying, oh, Churchill was a man who saw England through the war. And yeah, he did a little successful blip called World War Two. But then other people say, no, Churchill, not a great man. I mean, is there such a thing as news there? You know, is it fake news, true news, opinion? I think there's opinion because there's some people who think... Churchill's car insurance is particularly good and then there's other people who feel they've been ripped off and they'll go to Admiral. <laughs> At least the guy was able to diversify. A lot of people out of politics can't find something else to go into. I think he was more into painting than doing verses when you said he's diversifying. Oh. And a bricklayer. He built a wall, didn't he, at Chartwell. That was his hobby. What? Bricklaying and painting. Now, but is that true? Yeah, I've seen the very wall. You can say all sorts of things. It's like me saying, Graham, he loves a good flower arrangement. He presses them on the weekend. Well, I hope it was the wall he built because I spent ages digging a little hole and putting me chewing gum in it, thinking I'll come back in 10 years, see if it's still there. <laughs> <laughs> We could have a prize for people if they ever go to Churchill and find my chewing gum, write to us and we'll reward them in some way. No, unless you start fake news on Facebook feed that says, go and get Graham's chewing gum, it cures COVID because it's been there so long. <laughs> I'd love the evolution of COVID. COVID-1, COVID-2, COVID-3, <laughs> and eventually COVID-19. <laughs> Do you think there's different versions? If you go to Italy, is it called Covid? It's, and you go to Spain and it's Covid! And you go to Germany, it's Covid! And yeah, you know. and then they start bringing in all the different numbers and names and start saying Covid SARS-2 variant 117. Now, hang on. Why have we got SARS in it now? They throw that in. It's an official part of it. Is it just because they both came from bats? Uh, I'm making up fake news myself. I don't mean to. No. It's purely because I'm enthusiastic and I want to join in and I'm not a fact checker. In your case, nobody really bothers or believes it, so it's not fake news. How 
dare you, Graham? <laughs> How dare you? I'm a very convincing person. If I start to tell people you lick an Alsatian and it's a cure for COVID, I bet you will take off. <laughs> I can put that on Twitter tomorrow and at least two people will be dragging their tongues across a German shepherd by morning. That's the influence <laughs> that I have in this world. <laughs> One person's you. <laughs> The other person's the German Shepherd with a very worried expression on its face. As you approach it with your tongue out, it's like whimpering and running under the settee. <laughs> How dare you? People will be listening back to this podcast in decades, decades, and they'll go, oh, my God, she was a genius. If only we've bottled that Alsatian-licking cure decades ago. No one else would have died of COVID. 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 <laughs> COVID. <laughs> we would have all been absolutely fine. <laughs> I'm hearing just different pronunciations of everything now. Licking. <laughs> A German shepherd. So who actually coined the term fake news? It was put into the Oxford Dictionary in 2019, I believe, as the new word, which always foxed me because it's two words. Yeah. That really bothered me and I don't know why. Well, it bothers me that if it was Donald Trump that introduced that term, his favourite channel for getting that term out would have been Fox. Seems to be a bit of a conspiracy going on. It's a good point. Where does it go from being fake news to conspiratorial? Yeah, when could you wear a vest or a corset and nobody gave a damn? Well, leave your slightly daunting 1800 undergarments to your own imagination. But I'm just <laughs> saying, at what point does it go from being hearsay... No, not the band from pop stars, the idols. <laughs> to being almost like a conspiracy theory and people have got tinfoil hats on and they're trying to contact mother planets. It seems to be that people believe something and because of social media, there's plenty of places they can find where they're saying it's true. People then jump on that saying, I knew it was true. And you say, hang on, hang on. There are 60 million people saying it's not there's eight people saying it is, and you're choosing to be the ninth person. Yeah, but by this time tomorrow, there's going to be 20 of us. And you think, oh, OK. And let's face it, Donald Trump did get 60, 70 million voters. Yeah, he did. But then we've always thought about voting with your feet for politics. But actually, this latest thing with the share prices for GameStop on Reddit. Oh, yeah, yeah, where they affected the market price. Basically, a load of people like me and you got together on Reddit and said, wouldn't it be really funny if we all started to buy GameStop, which is a US game store equivalent, bought their shares to see if we could keep them afloat because they were going to go under. I thought she died. Who? Share. Share. <laughs> <laughs> well, I read that on Twitter in 2016, didn't I? Yeah, I am listening. I'm listening carefully or cheerfully, depending on your pronunciation. Share. So loads of people bought these shares. Yeah. <laughs> if okay. I could back um, and the, the price, the price went through. The price went through the roof. Uh, well, it's because you're a talented singer. Price went through the roof, and then of course they all crashed because they were trying to bankrupt the markets. You can't do that. Well, they did. They did nobble them at least. They made the day uncomfortable for a few people. But it's just like the sea, isn't it? Waves happen and crash. 
but these waves might be the things we see. But the enormity of the ocean is where the wealthy are, and they're just untouchable. You just affect the waves, but you can't touch the sea. Oh, that was a bit deep, wasn't it? The sea is very deep. No, but I wasn't expecting something so depthy to come out of your face, to be perfectly honest. That was quite profound. <laughs> that brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> that reminded me of a young Socrates <laughs> on the mounds of Greece speaking to his... No, it didn't at all. It's more like a happy meal. Is it true that Socrates did in the sock. <laughs> yeah, he just used it as a one garment with no top and no bottom and slid it over yeah. the top of him. Yeah. So really, everyone yeah. else was wearing a toga and he had a giant tank top. <laughs> yeah. I've heard he started knitwear, which is his real claim to fame, and then years later, they're saying, what did Socrates do? They didn't dare say he invented knitwear. So Socrates became known completely falsely. Yeah. Galileo was just the figure in a Queen song, probably had nothing to do with telescopes. I mean, otherwise, he'd have called it a Galileo, wouldn't he? Yeah. Oh, look at the moon. Oh, borrow my Galileo. Have a look. Borrow my Galileo. <laughs> what is it, a Ford Galileo? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It goes... Goes naught to 60 in about an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Does it come with a tripod? <laughs> all those Greeks, all invented stuff, probably oh. famous for different things. But isn't that all slightly fake news? Because none of that was written down. It was just passed on from generation. And if you've ever heard a story said by a slightly rambunctious aunt for the 17th time, it always grows bigger and more embellished, doesn't it, every time? Yeah. So you imagine it being cascaded from decades you know, by which point Socrates has got a full head of hair, although he was balding. Yeah. He was a lovely, attractive <laughs> man with a terrible bout of psoriasis. You could add all these things out, couldn't you? And Archimedes, it's in the name, the Archimedes, he was a boat builder. He had his big moment in the bath. He was probably building a model boat. And he had a eureka moment. Why are we idolising a man that plays with matchsticks in the bath to make a boat? Uh, just trying to say they didn't really study maths. See, but you work differently to me. You'll be thinking there with your pies and your spirit levels and I'll be going, is it spitting distance? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I hit them with a trajectory if I really, really need to when they're being too loud? It's true we're different because I've heard that your spirit level has got a cap on you can drink out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Is she on the level? <laughs> not for long. The amount she's drinking. <laughs> so fake news, we've not really fathomed out anything about it, have we? Apart from the fact people seem to like it. They don't want the truth. But do you believe anything you read in the newspapers now? No, I don't. Well, did you take it all with a pinch of salt? Because if it's not celebrity stories, what Kardashian's doing, whatever, footballer, it's stuff you're not sure about. Just today we got a letter through the door saying, we value your opinion, please fill in this form. No go and get some free stuff somewhere else. And they think nobody's going to give us their opinion, so we better make it up. So yours is the best coffee in the world, yeah. said the man who owns the business. Well, there you are. That's exactly how we should promote this podcast from now on. This is the best podcast in the world. If you want to have a fuller head of hair as a man or a woman... You should listen to this podcast. What other claims can we make, Graham? Come on. Well, if you want to look like Dolly Parton, just write to me and I'll tell you where my wig supplier is. <laughs> <laughs> I could even ask Chris D, if you like, see where he gets his wigs from, if you fancy a plainer one. But he had a different wig for each day of the week. It grew and grew and grew, supposedly, and then he'd put the short one on again, having had a haircut three weeks later. What else could we say to people about this podcast? If you listen to our podcast, we will be grateful, but you've got a higher chance of winning a lottery. What, than listening to the whole of this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no, if you listen to this podcast, you've got a better chance of winning the lottery. Have you? Oh, I might start listening. <laughs> 
Modern Aged Middle Life was brought to you by Graham Jarvis and Emily Baum. If you liked it, tell a friend or rate and review the podcast. That will help others find us. Thanks.